What's going on, people? It's your boy, Kalechi, back with another episode of the Ramblin' Mind Podcast. How are each and every single one of y'all doing today? Today, I'm excited, y'all. I'm really, really excited about this episode today. It's going to be different from the usual podcast. I have a special guest on here with me, and I think this is about to be one of the best podcasts that I've done in a while. Remember the last time that I did a podcast with my siblings? Well, we're doing something similar to that. Today, I am interviewing my boy, Anthony McLemore, and I just think it's going to be wonderful because he makes amazing content on YouTube, amazing content on Instagram, and I just love uh, following his stuff. I met him, and I was like, yo, I have to find some time to get him on the podcast, and that day is today, finally. But anyway, I'm going to let him introduce himself so you guys can get to know him a little bit. What's going on, y'all? So, uh, as Clayton said, my name is Anthony. Uh, I'm a former Auburn basketball player turned wealth advisor, wealth portfolio manager. And as I said, uh, I, I make content on YouTube. I do things on Instagram. But my whole purpose is to show young entrepreneurs, especially young black entrepreneurs, that how to make money online, how to do other things on the side rather than just live by their nine to five. And uh, a little bit more backstory about me. I, I was I'm real big in finance, but I turned more into the entrepreneurial space because I was dealing with some HR from my company. So, but uh, other than that, I'm real excited about answering some questions and, and just being a voice here on the podcast today, ready to have some fun. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I'm really excited about that part. There was two things that he said that I wanted him to, on the show for. One, he's young, and I, I know a lot, I have a lot of listeners that are young, and I wanted to show everybody that, hey, you don't have to be like working in the field for a long time for you to get started with anything. So I wanted to get his story on here. And then two, he used to play basketball, and so I just wanted to like talk through how he went from basketball player to being more involved in finances and what brought him there. And we'll start off with that. So Anthony, I met, I met you through YouTube. Um, I think you commented on one of my YouTube videos. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, a, a while back, I think back in March now yeah. I just started. Yeah, he commented on one of my YouTube videos. I was like, who's this? And I was like, I saw a black guy's face listening to stuff about finances. And I was like, I need to, I need to check his stuff out. And then he kept on commenting on my stuff. And I finally like went to check out his video and I was like, yo, somebody else doing this stuff. At that point, his channel's name was Centennial Investor. And I was like, he's making a lot of good content, a lot of good, interesting stuff talking about finances. So we'll just start there. What got you into finances as personal finance, investing, all those kind of things? Yeah, the story behind that is it really leads back to basketball. So while I was playing in college, I was around a whole bunch of other talented athletes, but all their mind was focused on was basketball, which is getting to the next level so they can make more money and then and then and then just be financially stable. But what, what they didn't understand was that those habits that you have in college of spending everything that you make. They, they carry on. It doesn't just change once you get a, a professional contract. And I saw a lot of my teammates getting like uh, car loans with 26% interest, insane amounts of just, just insane for no, for no reason at all. Just because they wanted to say they, they drove a, a Camaro or a Charger or whatever. And and that's sort of what, what led me to just being passionate, just trying to educate them and the people around me. Cause I, I began to build a platform while I was at Auburn to, to understand that personal finance is something that you really should take seriously early on in your life. It's not something that you think about when you're 30. It's yeah. something that you think about when you're 18 because that's when you build a founda foundation of your credit history or of your yeah. investing history. Yeah. Uh, going on a quick tangent, I like to say the best time to start investing was 20 years ago. Second best time is today. So 
so that's really what led me to it. But the only thing was that when I was in college, the NCAA has a lot of rules to where you can't monetize your face or your image. You can't monetize off your name, image, and likeness. So you so can't I never, like have a YouTube video or anything like that? You couldn't monetize if you did. If, if you if you wanted to build an audience while you're in college, you had to make zero money from it. Or, or the NCAA wow. would just snatch your bill just like that for just because they, they want all the money from your face you, you can't even you can't even sign an autograph and sell it for a penny they want they want all their coins you can't it's insane oh so that's why when i when i just graduated i grad i didn't graduate until may so as you said when i first started my youtube channel it was in march so I, I still was under that under that sort of sense where i couldn't use my name or my image or my likeness yeah so i had to use the centennial investor as an alias and that's where that sort of bred from and but yeah, so as you said, the, the finance history just comes from seeing all the mistakes of my peers and wanting to be a voice of reason in, in some of their ears to help out. Awesome, awesome, yeah. I, I just love the fact that it was, it's kind of similar to some of the stuff that I've, I've kind of gone through. And it was like, well, first of all, I made mistakes with money, a lot of mistakes with money and I've talked, shared it on the podcast where yeah. I started working and it was like the bad habits that I had in college was the exact same bad habits that I was putting out when I started to got a job and I had more money and it was just like, where, where, where's all the money going? And it was just <laughs> kind of like, all of a sudden, I'm, now I have to pay attention to where all the money is. And so I'll say, um, just like you said, it was like, now I wanted to share that information. Have you seen where sharing that information has gotten other people, uh, like you just said, you just graduated from college, has gotten some people to switch their mindset up or change the way that they view money and view personal finances to know that, like you said, 20 years, it's too late. Well, all the mistakes you made in the past is too late, but today, this is your chance. Yeah, absolutely. I think my inner circle has, has been the, the people I've been speaking to the most. I haven't necessarily been, been broadcasting a lot to my Instagram audience because yeah. uh, a lot of those kids are young and they don't they don't care about anything but basketball. <laughs> So I really want to, to sort of preach my word to people that have an interest in it in the first place. So that's why I really focus on YouTube. And I don't think I've ever shared one of my videos on Instagram because it, it, that, that's just not the audience I'm trying to reach because yeah. those, those people, they, they like me as a basketball player. And, and if I, it's, you just have to be careful what you do because that's you don't want to just get people that's going to watch it just because it's you. I want to watch it because point. what I'm saying is valuable to them. And another thing that you said, uh, I, I just think mistakes are important at some point in life. You know, you, you made mistakes. I made mistakes in the past. Yeah. Uh, there, there's a story that I used to have on my channel about me losing money day trading. I, I believe that all of those mistakes are important because, as you said, as we pay for lessons in college to, to pay for college professors to teach us stuff, yeah. we pay in life with, with different mistakes. And without those mistakes, how are we ever going to learn and adapt and know what to do rather than keep going along the wrong path trying, to, trying not to make mistakes? Yeah, that's, that's a great point. That's a very, very good point. And I, I guess the next question I have for you is, um, when it comes to money and finances, what is your philosophy? Because I, I, a lot of people have different ways of handling money. Some people are like extreme. I, I mean, we all know about Graham Stephan on YouTube, where he is very much like every dollar is going to matter to him a lot. And then there are some people who are a bit more flexible and they're like, I just want to live my life and enjoy the things that are going on. Are you on either one of those extremes or are you more in the middle of like, I want to live my life and enjoy it, but at the same time, my dollars are going to work for me? I think I'm more on the extreme of a little bit more Graham Stephan, but not so much. So maybe Dan, Dave Ramsey, Graham Stephan, but like okay. level 
a couple notches down. Yeah. The way I like to treat money is that uh, you, you can sacrifice a lot less today to have a lot bigger reward in the future, if that makes sense. Are y'all like, hearing I, this? This is smart. Like, he's saying everything right now. Listen to this man. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, no, all good. I just think that, you know, you, you have to put aside the the small good feelings that you that you would think you would have today by by buying that new sweatsuit by buying that you know that that new car or whatever to to understand that there's so much more benefit to be had by compound interest yeah. by by letting your money work for you and for me like i make a budget every single month but i also have a family and kids so i can't really you know be as strict as you know yeah. some other yeah. people so i like to i like to leave leave room for having fun for going to the, to the park going on dates just so we have personal time but every every dollar that isn't a budget towards our experiences today is not going towards saving for a new car. It's going towards our Roth IRA or our future because in the in the future, 20 years from now, that person, me in the future, is going to thank me for making those sacrifices today. And and I'm I'm sort of kicking myself five years from now, saying, you know, you're stupid. Why didn't you make those sacrifices then so we can be a lot further along right now? So it, it's just about both thin all the time. I feel you on that because it's always I'm just like. Man, I lost so much opportunity, but like you said, it's the lessons we sometimes we have to go through certain lessons before we can actually grow to be where we need to be. So that that's great. Um, the other question that I have is one of the things that I appreciate about watching your channel and watching your content and the way you go about putting content out is there is a fluidity and also a fearlessness that just with what you do on the channel. I mean, you did a challenge to see if you could get sponsored by Fashion Nova and you just, and just things of that sort where it makes me, I think I, I, I DM'd you and I was like, yo, seeing your stuff makes me like, yo, I need to do better of just like taking more risk and trying things out because the worst thing you can hear is no. So I was just gonna ask, what is it that helps you get to the point where you're so consistent in like, why not just try it? Because for a lot of us, I know for me, myself, I'll like, think about it and think about it and think about it rather than just like, okay, let me just try it out. Like, what is it that just makes you, allows you to get to that point of just might as well see? Yeah, I think it, there's another, I, I live by a lot of quotes. So, I mean, yeah. that, that I have a lot of quotes written in quotes my phone, quotes. just on my background, but I live by the law of manifestation to where, um, I just recently made a video about this to where yeah. whatever you constantly focus your mind on or whatever you constantly seek, it, it will manifest itself into your life. So, my philosophy is if, they, if, I, if I sit on the sideline and think, what if, you know, what if I do this? What if I do that? It's never going to manifest in my life to, to where if I, if I take action and to think, okay, I'm going to message these companies and see if I get sponsored. So I, I want to see what actions I need to take in order for those things to come into my life. So another, another challenge I have in the works right now, I'm still working on is get sponsored on YouTube. I haven't got sponsored yeah. on YouTube yet, but right now, you know, I'm taking action. I'm making a spreadsheet of 100 companies and getting the email, the PR email to every 100 companies. And I'm going to make a video emailing every single one of those companies until I get a sponsorship. If I email 250, you know, at the end of the day, how's it going to happen if I don't take action? I'm not just going to wait for those guys to take me. I got to put myself in front of those people so it can manifest in my life. You know, I, I believe I believe in taking action in all instances of life. That's literally, so I was just, before we got on the call, I watched the video from uh, Gary Vee. And I've just re recently in the last, I'll say last year or so, been into his stuff as much. And I think mm -hmm. that also like has helped me change my mindset of just like, oh man, I need this, I need that. I need it to be clean cut. And just the idea of like, just start, like 
do something. <laughs> and once you start doing it, you're gonna get better at it and better at it and better at it. And I'll say this, especially with your content. I remember when I first started watching you, you were in your room and you had like all the stuff in the background. And it's just <laughs> like, and then the quality has changed and it's just like, it's gotten better and better and better and better. And I just keep appreciating like, okay, it's, the editing gets better. The sound gets better. The color correction has gotten better. And I think what you said of just like focusing on it and then continuing doing it and then finding ways to improve upon it is so massive of like where you're just able to see it and just like, okay, I'm just gonna do it and just keep doing it. And I just find yeah. that so impressive. Yeah, yeah, I definitely, at the end of the day, how are you ever gonna get better at something if you don't if you don't practice it and work yeah. on it? And the hardest part, I believe that the hardest part for me for getting started on YouTube was just the embarrassment of I honestly, I, th I think my content isn't good at right now, but it's just the yeah. embarrassment of people from Instagram who saw me play basketball, seeing yeah. me trying to start something new that I'm not good at. Yeah. And once I got that out of my head that, you know, like, I, I don't care if they don't think I'm good at it right now. Like, I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to do it for me. I'm going to get started and I know I'm going to get better as time goes on. So that's why, you know, I, I it, it was such a big change for me when I changed my name from Centennial Investor or I guess Centennial Survivor Guy when I changed it again to Anthony yeah. McLemore because I knew when people searched my name for basketball, my, my YouTube channel was going to pop up. And, you know, I was I was so afraid of getting judged in the beginning. But now I'm thinking, you know, like, what 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 is life without being like, nobody really cares anyway. Like, I, I mean, like, nobody cares that I'm making YouTube videos. <laughs> like, they could care less if I'm, if I'm, you know, just doing anything else. So, like, why not just take a bet on myself and, yeah. and and do something that really I am passionate about as far as educating people on how to just, just be be better in themselves in their financial situations. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. And at the same time, I think I think your channel, I, I watched your channel in the beginning. I, I noticed like you start using your face now. I, I see the confidence <laughs> and everything getting there. It, it's just like as time goes on, like with both of us and just with people in general, I follow another channel called Caleb Oliver. Like you, you just see the confidence rise as time goes on. And if they hadn't started in the first place, yeah. imagine how much further back they would be today. That's a great point. That's a great point. Uh, so I'll just go back. I just want to go back to one of the things that you were saying on your backstory, which everyone go check out his video. And one of the videos that I really loved was when he was telling the story of one, when he got picked up by the FBI, that story is <laughs> it's funny. But it's also like, if I was in that situation, I would be freaking out. I would be so like, <laughs> I don't want to be here right now, but you need to go check it out. The whole the whole video is very interesting. But also, I wanted to go back to your story in, with athletics and then you having that injury that you had when you were in college. And I'll say, what was some of the lessons, which I know you talked about it on the video as well, but what are some of the lessons that you've learned from that, from going through that injury to now in everything else that you do, whether it's with your job that you just got or whether it's in just with your family what are some of the things that has taught you through that period of time where things just looked bad um like i remember seeing the video on on uh, espn and it was like oh paul george just got injured and then it was like anthony mclemore another one just happened it was like and i remember not wanting to see that video with a clip of you actually like but i was just gonna say what is it that you've learned through that experience that has helped you like either improved you for the better from there. Yeah, uh, I just think to, to backtrack on that beforehand, uh, I, it was my sophomore season at Auburn and yeah. I was having a spectacular year, the, the best year of basketball I could have asked for. 
I was leading our conference to actually ten block shots. I was number 59th on the NBA draft boards. I was, you know, I was I was setting myself up to be a successful professional basketball player. And in my head, I was tunnel vision on on playing in the NBA. Like that, that's all I wanted to do. That's all I thought about. I didn't. Uh, it was at that period of time. That was about I say about four years ago now, where I, I wasn't I wasn't doing the best in budgeting. I wasn't I wasn't really looking at the bigger picture. I was just focused on basketball. And and that injury. That, that one day from, from 24 hours in a 24-hour time span, I went from, you know, almost being a player that could play in the NBA to looking at I might not ever play basketball again because I had broken my leg, dislocated my yeah. ankle, and torn about two or three ligaments on my ankle to where, you know, I, I didn't think I would be able to jump, jump again. And it was that wake-up call in that six months after that said, okay, what if basketball isn't isn't the answer? What if, it, what if that's not my future? What do I have left? And you sort of I think with anything like that, if you identify yourself as a particular thing, once that thing is taken away from you, you have a moment of realization where, who am I? You know, you go through a depression phase, you go through a just a, a, a coming to your senses to like, what am I really besides a basketball player? And it took me a long time to think about that. And I finally realized that, you know, I'm a family man. I have a, a fiance, I didn't have a kid at the time. And I thought like, like what what is there that's left for me that really makes me happy? And And when I started to think about it, you know, I truly believe that, you know, it was finance. I was a, I was an accounting major, I'm into finance. And once I started studying finance, I started to realize all the mistakes that I was making in the past, like about not having a budget, about being excited when payday came because I was able to spend money again. You know, when payday comes these days, it's not really exciting because I know where the money's already going. It's just, it's just me, it's just an accounting measure to where I just got to move money over to these places. I, oh man, that's like, I, that's one of the things I was talking to a friend of mine. I, I feel like I'm a middleman for the banking services of these big businesses. <laughs> like they just transfer money and use me to just send it somewhere else. Like literally is how I feel every payday. I know it's just like you, like you are if, when you have a plan that that's just how like that it, it, you don't get that excitement because hey like I mean I, like I get excited now when I get a new budget in the middle of the month but other than that I, I know where everything's going it's not it's not like oh, I get to, I get to spend more money now I get yeah to, but at the same time uh, once I started really understanding the mistakes I was making and taking a overall picture about how my teammates were making mistakes as well yeah it, it, it just opened your eyes to think like there, there's so much more to life that that you could be doing in the present day so that in the future you can set yourself up for greatness and i know i went on a tangent right there but no, i just think that tangent <laughs> yeah without without that injury in my life I, I probably would still be seeking a professional basketball career and i and i wouldn't be you know helping people even though we both have you know fairly small audiences i feel like every person i speak to in my videos are, are, are sort of taking away some some beneficial information if not every single person one person that's all i try to speak to is one person and and i think that that that, is, that brings more value to me than, than playing basketball on tv somewhere because i get to help somebody else out in the future in that financial situation that's awesome that's awesome to hear uh that's just i don't even have anything to add on that because that's like <laughs> a full stop full period on that because that's 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 just great um the other thing i was going to ask or one of the things that i was just thinking about is so when it comes to personal finances as a lot of people are probably listening to like yo okay fine you are saying a lot of good stuff what is the one piece of advice that you would just tell anybody We'll talk about personal finances and then we'll talk about entrepreneurship and just doing other things. What is one piece of advice that you would give everybody that's just like, okay, I hear what you guys are saying. I hear all the things that you guys are advising us on, but what what do I need to do right now? Or what's one thing you can tell them that they can do right now? 
So uh, I'm, I'm gonna go two ways. So we're gonna do entrepreneur later. So let's just yeah. go investing right now. So if you if you're a young kid who just wants to say, okay, I, I know I need to sacrifice today to get started investing. What do I need to do? That's simple. Look up an S&P 500 index fund, open an account, and just put money into it. That's that's the safest, low risk way to get started investing. Yeah. Don't worry about picking Tesla, Apple. Don't worry about doing that right now. The the, the main thing that you need to start doing is is changing your mindset to think that investing is important. Yeah. So you open an account, you set automatic withdrawals. I know you talk about this a lot. You, you want to automate your investment so you don't have to think about it. And do you, you invest in the S&P 500 index fund that tracks the overall economy so you can get started in the investing game and get your, and then you start to understand what investing is in the first place. Because a lot of people think, oh, you know, I bought, I bought uh, whatever spy today and now it's, you know, worth $1 less. Who, who cares? Just buy some more, you know. Or, or I, I bought yesterday and it's worth one dollar more. Like, okay, you celebrate, but don't you don't sell. And I think that you have to really understand your your plan. You have to understand your mindset. But the the, the first thing, as I said, you have to take action and just yeah. get started. Open an account. It could be one dollar. You can buy fractional shares of almost anything these days. Yeah. Just buy one dollar if, if that's all you can afford, and just get started investing in, in the S P five hundred index fund. I wouldn't even say just something. Just get started investing today, just so you can understand what is what's going on. And then when it comes to entrepreneurship, what's the advice you can? Because everybody wants to start something. Everybody wants to start, whether it's a side hustle or something. What's an advice that you give to everybody for like when, if, if and when they start? What's something that they should all keep in mind? The advice I would give over there is to just take action. Like you, you won't be, you won't make money your first day of starting your own business. Or if yeah. you, if you, if you just, you just have to find out what you want to do, a general sense of it, and then take action. And that doesn't have to be spending money. You can take action as far as watching YouTube videos about it. You can just take some notes, start to educate yourself on what you want to do, and then formulate a plan on how you implement that. So with, with me, it took me a while to start my YouTube channel because I didn't want to suck. But at the end of the day, no matter how many videos I watched, it, it doesn't matter. Like your your first 10, 15, 20 videos are gonna suck because yeah. that's just that's just the way it is. Yeah. And and so if you're an entrepreneur, if you wanna make t-shirts, if you wanna do whatever you wanna do, just start by taking action. Start by making that first t-shirt and then building from there. Find out what find out what you did wrong and find out how you can do that better moving forward. And you, you can you can translate that to pretty much any aspect of life. Make YouTube wow. videos. Why'd your first YouTube video suck? What made that video so bad and how can you make it better in the next one? That video's gonna be bad too. How, how can you make it a little bit better? Just get 1% better each time you do something and that will compound over time. And before, know, before you know it, you'll be able to build an audience, build a brand, and you're gonna, you're gonna thank yourself for sucking in the beginning because those <laughs> lessons are so important. That's true, that's true. It's like I, I say, uh, to climb up the biggest mountain, it takes one step at a time or to do oh, yeah. anything. It's literally one step at a time. And just like we talked about compound interest earlier, it's even compound interest when it comes to learning. You didn't learn how to add 500 plus 500 the first day you started adding or doing any kind of math. You first learned one plus one. Or first of all, you just learned what the number one was. And so, yeah, yeah just like he said, it's literally step by step. It's a process with any single thing that we're doing. But I'm assuming that since you are an ex-college basketball player, <laughs> that you love basketball. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to switch it up a little bit from here all on. Right. So we got a few questions. Well, first of all, before we get into that, I just wanted to ask you, did you buy Tesla shares? Uh, I didn't buy a full share, but I uh, bought fractional shares on Robinhood. So that was, that was a few months ago, and yeah. I, I'm not even sure if it's up or down right now, but I, I, I invested in the hype a little bit. 
that feels like I think everybody did the same thing of just like, I'm not about to put that much money into this thing, but let's just see. Like, it was like a speculative thing. I'm just like, let me just see what it is. Let me just see what all this hype is about. But yeah, all right. Um, okay, I got another question for you. If you were going to buy between Apple or Microsoft, who would you go with? Between Apple and Microsoft, uh, my personal opinion, not not a financial advice opinion. Yeah, this is not a, this is no advice. Yeah. It's just yeah, I I would choose Apple from the sense that uh, I, I think it has a lot more brand loyalty than uh, than, than Microsoft does. So people really get offended if, if you try to say they have an Android <laughs> or something like that, you know. So I, I think you know, like me, I don't I don't use a, a Apple device for everything. My computer's a PC, and um, my laptop that I, I do my work with is a PC, yeah. but my phone's an Apple. But other than yeah. that. You know, I, I I just I see from the outside looking in how fierce Apple supporters are. So I think I think that I think that'll keep going in the future for a long time. Cool. All right. What is one stock that you own that you don't plan to ever sell? And I'm not talking about ETF, <laughs> like an actual company that you own that you keep seeing it every day, and you're like, I will never ever sell this thing unless something drastic happens. Yeah, I would I would definitely say Coca Cola. I love Coca Cola. It's um I'm a Georgia boy at heart. I was born in I, I was raised in South Georgia, so um I, I like that. That was one of the first stocks I've ever bought when I when I first started uh, investing in individual stocks was uh, shares of Coca Cola. And I've, I've had to sell. Well, I didn't have to sell, but I've sold a few times, but I've never sold my entire position in Coca Cola. Yeah. And and I, I I don't care if that stock goes down to one dollar. I, I <laughs> That those those dividends are good and I, and I love that company. <laughs> yeah, so I live in Atlanta. So yeah. I know all about Coke. And Coke is everything you go to, it's like you just see Coke everywhere. Coke, uh, Georgia Pacific, and Georgia Power is like everywhere. But <laughs> yeah. Um, so, all right. So we'll get now into the basketball stuff. Who's your favorite player of all time? And we are judging you based on who you say. <laughs> uh, I'll say of all time, my favorite player is Kobe. Um, Kobe. Okay. Not because he died, but because I, he, I was a fan of him. Uh, just anyway, him and Shaq. And I, ha I had a little Kobe bobblehead in my room somewhere. It's probably another room. But uh, of all time, in current NBA, I would say it's probably Giannis Antetokounmpo. Okay. Yeah. I guess that answers the, the follow-up question, because I was going <laughs> to ask, because this was like a big debate. LeBron or Giannis for MVP? <laughs> uh, I think this with? season, uh, LeBron got it. But really? Yeah. Because, well... I, I think just just the ability to be successful in the playoffs plays a huge part in in, in the most valuable player. And obviously, you can't you can't just go uh, go lose to the number five seed and and you know be the most valuable. I, I mean, I, it, there, there's different arguments to it. But uh, I love Giannis. He's my favorite player in the NBA right now. But no disrespect, I, I'll give it to LeBron. LeBron. <laughs> All right, my friend who listens to this is about to yell at me and be like, "I told you so." But anyway, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, okay. Who you got winning the NBA Finals? The NBA Finals, um, let's see. Who, who, who we got in? We got uh, Clippers, Lakers, Toronto, and um, Celtics are about to play game seven. You, wait, wait. You, you know what I think will be a good match? I think this is going to happen, but uh, I, I, I could be wrong. So I, 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 think, I know the, the Lakers are going to make it to the finals. I, I think that that's a given because. You think they're going to beat the Clippers? I mean, you, you got Anthony Davis and LeBron. So I know Kawhi. You got Kawhi, but Paul George got to play better, man. You can't That's just, a good point. That's a good you can't, point. You can't have Paul George uh, playing like he's been playing the last couple games and, and beat the Lakers. That's a good point. But I think the Heat is going to 
they're gonna be Cinderella team. They're gonna make it. But I think it's gonna be. I got I got the the Lake Show in six against the Lake Show in six. Four to two. I'm pretty much. I know Lakers. But yeah, I think if it's if it's the Celtics, I'm going for, uh, Lakers four to one. If it's the Heat, I think it's gonna go seven games just because that team just knows how to scrap and play hard. And Jimmy buckets is can show up at any time. It's just dude is too good. You know, I think I think the Celtics is gonna gonna give the Heat a hard time. I mean, I, the, they're just so well coached. I play with a good bit of the guys that's on the Celtics now. I, um, they don't start, but I play with Grant Williams and uh, Robert Williams third. Uh, back when Grant was at Tennessee and Robert was at Texas A&M, and and they're just the most—they play just like a college team. So you see a lot of NBA teams that play like free, like a pickup game. Yeah. But Celtics—they're they're so meticulous. They're so just so precise with what they're doing. It's just so Brad hard Stevens. to team that fundamental. That's a good point. That's a good point. All right. Um. I guess I'll just leave it. Do you have anything else that you would like to share with everybody before you get on out of here? Yeah, no, um, I would just say uh, I appreciate the time being here. Uh, if, if there's anything that I will leave you with is uh, if we didn't inspire you to get started investing today, at least I hope we inspire you to start educating yourself about getting started. I know putting your money at risk is, you know, it's, it's always a little bit emotional, but at the same time, there you, you can benefit so much more if, if you got started today than if you waited for the right time to get started because it's almost impossible to time the market and know when exactly to jump in. The, the best, so you just need to t- put your feet in the water, start with a dollar, that's all you need, and just just get started because you're gonna thank yourself in the future once you do that today. And other than that, if there's any entrepreneurs out there who is just thinking of uh, a time to start their business because the economy may not seem as good right now, you know, at the, at the end of the day, this may be the perfect time to get started because you sort of have an excuse for why to do bad if you're, if you're, if you're, if you're afraid of getting judged. Um, and 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 don't don't worry about the judgment. As, as I said, people could care less if you start your own business, if you start your own YouTube channel. Just do it anyway. Just worry about the haters once you have a million dollars. Then, then you can start. <laughs> then you can start addressing those opinions. Then, then say I told you so. But don't be afraid to build, don't be afraid to grow, and don't be afraid to be yourself whenever you're on this journey of, of being financially free and successful. Yeah. Uh, give them your socials and everything, man, so they can go check you out. All right, you can follow me on YouTube at Anthony McLemore, on, on Instagram at AK McLemore. I post pretty different content on those two. Instagram is more fashion over and fashion stuff. YouTube is really when I dive deep into the entrepreneur space and try to make money online in different ways. So I really appreciate it if you check me out over there. If you like it, subscribe. If you don't, then just let me know and I'll be sure to try to make them better in the future. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much, Anthony, for checking out, for coming on the show. And thank you to each and every single person that's listening to this right now. Remember, generosity is always greater than greed. I'm going to catch you all up on the next one and click those links in the description or the show notes as I'll be putting all of his stuff down there. Go check him out. He makes amazing content. And also, if nothing else, you can go check out his Instagram page and just see his cute son. His son is, oh my God, so cute. If nothing else, go do that. But anyway, that's all I got for y'all. I'm going to catch y'all up on the next one. God bless each and every single one of y'all. And I'm out. Hey.